Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me in the GameZilla Media Studios, co-host, Jazzy Fiddle! <laughs> okay, Sorry, got that. I had a sore throat the last couple of days, so... We also have the face of Switch, Testonomics. Merry Christmas. And our producer, the Deadite Knight. <laughs> Oh, Merry Games, Miss! <laughs> Welcome. It's a new holiday. You guys didn't know about Games, Miss? Welcome to episode 239 of the Games Little Podcast. Normally your source for gaming news, but this week it's Christmas time, and we're gonna we're gonna take a little break, and we're gonna have a fun little episode to uh, to celebrate Christmas. We're taking a break, but we wanted to share some of our memories before we do. Let's uh, let's get underway here. We're going to talk about our favorite memories, gaming-related memories, during that Christmas holiday. Who wants to go first? Raise your hand. I'm looking at you. All of you. Anybody? I'll go first. Oh! Wait, wait, no, 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 let me go first. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Santa, Santa, let me do I don't want to go first anymore because that I did that. Uh. Okay, then Deadite, you're up. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> a fond Christmas memory that I have takes me back to the Christmas of 2006. And many of you may remember that this was the year that the PlayStation 3 and the Nintendo Wii launched. Now, I had, been, I had taken a, a long hiatus from being an active video game player. I didn't really buy in too much into the PS2 original Xbox and GameCube generation because I was busy. I was in high school. I didn't actually have time to game. I was so busy. You're an idiot too, but it's okay. Yeah, because I'm dumb. The GameCube's great. Because, like, I'm stupid and high school was hard. I had a lot of homework, so I didn't have time to play games. See, I just didn't do my homework. Yeah, see, you're smart. Mm. Because what did high school get you? Nothing. That's true. Yeah, so I messed up. So, so I had started working at Worst Purchase in the fall of 2006, and the the Wii came out, and I was dating a girl at the time whose brother got a launch system. So I was over there the day after it came out playing Wii Sports. It's like, man, this is cool. Like, I just remember that first time. You guys remember that first time playing Wii Sports? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was the night the week came out because I was one of those first buyers. Samesies. I, I waited 16 hours in the cold. <laughs> Samesies. So, <laughs> so, uh, so I knew that the store I worked at was receiving their next shipment of Wii's just a couple days later. So it was going to be the following, like, Saturday or something. Like, it, it was a week later because it came out on a Friday. It was, like, the next Saturday. So my, I I convinced my, my parents, like, listen, I w- I'd, like a w- I'd like a Wii. Like, I'll pay, like, whatever. Like, whatever you guys were going to spend on me for Christmas, let's just throw some money at me and we'll, and we'll get this this Wii. But the deal was because it, it had, a, had a lock on it, employees couldn't buy them. So it's uh, what would have been early, mid, late November. And my mom went and sat out in the cold with me 
outside of the Best Buy I worked at. And the difference between me and everyone else in line is I knew exactly how many Wii's were in the store. So I could count up and go, yeah, I'm getting one. It's worth sitting out here. Because that that was the that, that Wii was so hard to get when it came out. Impossible, everyone was yeah. waiting. There was like mobs in the store if you announced that some came in stock. And I remember the the manager of the store pulling me in, like, come on, man. Like, you you know you really can't be out. I was like, my mom's buying it. I'm just hanging out with her in line. He's like, all right, I'll allow it. I was like, what are you going to do? Like, you're going to tell my mom she can't buy one? Because the store at some points did do, like, family couldn't buy certain things. But they, they didn't set that policy up with the Wii. So because we had dumb managers. Yeah, dumb. Stupid. Worst purchase. Stupid store. Stupid. Um, but you know, it was actually just a, a really good time hanging out in line with my mom camping out because we never did like the camp out for Black Friday and shop and stuff. And so you know, we had hot cocoa. I think we had uh, McDonald's breakfast sandwiches, and uh, we just we just hung out in line. And, and you know, is the excitement and anticipation of getting a new game system. And uh, you know, I remember you know I I couldn't open it till Christmas. That was a fair deal. You know, my parents paid for most of it or all of it. I, I, they probably paid for all of it for all I remember. Um. And opening up and setting it up in the living room the day it came out, and then my whole family like playing Wii bowling and stuff together. It was just like a really nice uh, memory of a time that like not only did this new system come out, it was something I received for Christmas, but then it brought my family together to to play together, which was the cool thing about the Wii. And that that's something that's that sticks out in my mind as being like a nice. When I think back of the Wii, I think mostly about that first month that I owned it and the time it brought my family together, you know, playing around, you know, the Christmas trees up and that sort of stuff. And let's be honest, it's the Wii. It fell off after about a month. So I, li- I lived in in the basement, you know, with, with my parents. And I remember, like, my parents coming downstairs and be like, um, we're just seeing if you were free, if you wanted to play some uh, Wii tennis. <laughs> like they, they, And I was like... What's happening? My parents want to play like they act, like they never played the video games. They bought them for me, but they never played them. So yeah, the Wii was uh, it was that that cool system that uh, you know your mom would bowl or your dad play tennis and uh, you know lose throw the controller into your TV and you're out of TV. Not that that happened, but it did. <laughs> but, uh, but it was dr- that TV. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a Christmas story, so that doesn't count. But that, that's a good one. I, I do. The, that's one thing you miss. Like I miss is those moments of sitting in line and kind of like, kind of like that. Like it was a, it was a, like a test. But it was also like fun. And it, and it was, I don't know. It was. Um, I remember that for the Xbox 360. Just a, it was a good time. And it, I did. And I did it for the Wii. But I did it with my uh, with a friend of mine. And that was cool. Did either of you? Did any of you do it for the Switch? Did you guys go wait in line for the Switch? You guys were smart and had good pre-orders. Well, I had uh, two pre-orders, but I wanted one from Worst Purchase that evening. So I think I waited like four hours outside because I was still technically employed so I also knew how many they had in stock so I rolled up at like let's say eight o'clock at night that night and I go oh yeah I'm good now and I waited out for that so I could get one from there pick up one of my pre-orders at GameStop wait for the next one to come in the next day like yeah you know they did a thing at, at the um, store that I went to where you, you got in line you waited maybe an hour and then they, they gave you the tickets and and then they let you go get back in the car because it was cold so they kind of like dispersed the line and it wasn't it wasn't that brutal like cold weather like sitting there waiting like I, I remember in uh, the past systems before. There, there's just something fun about the camping out. Yeah, I, I've, I've only done it a couple times in my life and I'm already like anticipating like doing something like that for like the next PlayStation or whatever. Yeah. Because like there is just something fun about trying to stay warm because all this stuff comes out in the winter. You know, like, like why, yeah. why can't they have summer releases for morons that need to buy it day one? You know, like, <laughs> look out for us game gaming stores. Absolutely. Who else has a Christmas memory? 
Uh, I'll go next. I, I think um, when I think back of uh, fun Christmas stories, my, my favorite would have to be the uh, year 2000 when the PS2 came out. And the PS2 came out in North America in October of 2000. So it, it had been out for a couple months before the holidays hit, but I didn't jump right on board because I was already into my Dreamcast. And, um, you know, I was, uh, I, I didn't think I wanted a PS2 until I went over to my buddy's house and he had a PS2 and he was showing me some of the games. I was like, wow, this is cool. So I told my parents, I want one. And, you know, some the, the holidays are coming closer, and my parents, like, they're like, hey, we need to talk to you. I'm like, okay. And they're like, we got you something. You know, we think you're going to really like it, but it's not a PS2. And they, and they straight up told me, they're like, <laughs> your, your, your dad and I took, took the day off work, tra- traveled around everywhere trying to get you a PS2, all the way down. You know, we're from Michigan. Drove down into Ohio because they said they had them. Got in line, and they were one spot away from getting a PS2, and that was pretty much where they were like, we got to call it. You know, we're running out of the day's over. We can't keep taking time off work. So they're like, we got you something really cool, but just don't be upset when it's not a PS2. And, and they were up front with me, so I was like, okay. You know, like it, it didn't – it was just – it was what it was. And Christmas came around, and you know they kind of gave gave me these presents in order, and I got you know I got a new TV, and it was like a my own like it was my own new TV. I think it was my first like new TV. I had given like the hand me downs and stuff that I was still using like RF adapters for, and this was my first like Sanyo 19 inch RCA in the front, which is like primo, and I was like oh sweet, and then a really nice. Um, entertainment center for it to go in and they're like and you could put it in your room and I was like because I had always played games in the living room so I was like oh my god I get the game in my room this is awesome and then they pull out one more gift and they're like this we didn't think we were going to find this and they and they hand me one more box and it was a PS2 that they had just literally I think it was like Christmas Eve that they got wind that they had restocked and they were able to uh, to get one for me so it just worked out to be like this crazy Christmas that was uh, you know I go back to think about it now and I'm like wow they really kind of went way overboard that, that year but um it was just a lot of fun because then it was like, yeah, I got a new system, but I also spent like all Christmas day in my room building this entertainment center and like rearranging my room because I got to kind of like design what I would consider my first game room. It was my first, you know, like, yes, I slept in there, but it was my first time that I actually got to build out what I like so much about gaming and that's the game room. And for anybody that knows me, they know that I rearrange my game room every couple months because I feel like this will be more efficient or this will look cooler or something like that. Uh, and so I always remember that memory. You may find it a little odd that my most memorable Christmas gaming moment is a moment where I did not enjoy gaming. That's right. It was uh, in the, the near past Grimlock the Dino convinces me to buy what is going to be the next hottest thing in gaming, and that is the PlayStation VR. <laughs> That's a bad friend. And Man. he is correct. He's not lying either. He's correct for about 48 hours. Then we realize how wrong we are. <clears throat> so the PSVR comes and goes for us. It, it, it stuck for, like, what, two weeks? We played rigs, like, every night for a couple Rest hours for, for, like, a week and a half, two weeks. And then there really just wasn't much else there. But uh, I do remember that 
I got so much more enjoyment out of my PSVR when I got to crack it back out of the box at Christmas time when my whole family's over the house. And I get to throw it on everybody and have them play this shooter game or drop them into a tank in the ocean and watch the sharks attack it and stuff like that. And the sheer joy and amusement on my face to watch each individual reaction of my family members with this VR on their on their head was just so priceless because I, I think it's one thing with the generation gap you either have or you don't, right? Like my parents, when I put them in front of a video game, they just it doesn't click like like I grew up with video games. They didn't grow up with the games that we grew up with. So to put something of this technology in front of them and see their reaction is just something out of this world. Like my mom sitting in the chair and she's just like reaching out, trying to like grab the jellyfish there in this VR headset and stuff. So it was just uh, cool to see how each of my family members reacted so differently to virtual reality. Yeah, I think that was one of the coolest things about VR was just watching. I mean, even watching this guy in Nerd Barbecue Deadite um, have sharks chase him uh, was amusing. I was very frightened. But, yeah, um, <laughs> that that was the death of VR for me was, like, you had that high point of watching other people, and then you're like, okay, cool, now what? Yeah. But yeah, good, good. That's a good story. Yeah, so now my moment's going to be most like Grimlock's because it has to do with the hunt, right? So... Anybody who's listened to me on any sort of any podcast in the GameZilla Media universe knows that my favorite video game is Ogre Battle 64 for the Nintendo 64. Now, granted, this game came out in October of 2000, and I had no it, it's not like it's something I was waiting for. I didn't know it existed. It was not until that summer that I was originally introduced to that game. Well, something happened between the summer of 2001 and Christmas 2001, and that's the GameCube came out. So it becomes next to impossible to find any Nintendo 64 games anywhere. Um, So this goes, so we're now in the Christmas of 2001, and I've told my mom, hey, you know, Matt's got this game. It's called Ogre Battle 64 for Nintendo 64. I really want it. I wouldn't get a GameCube till a couple, I want to say it was that next birthday that I got a GameCube, but it wasn't, Christmas was too soon for me. So I'm like, hey, I really want this Nintendo 64 game. I'm like, but I really don't know, like, where you're going to find it, right? We're in 2001. It's, it's, you can't just, I mean, you probably could have gone on eBay and found one seller across the country that had it, right? right? But who's... They wanted a money order and you'd never get the game. Right, right. So (laughs) it's not like that. It's not like you're checking stock of local GameStops online. It's not like you're doing anything. It's just, it became a raw effort of calling locations. At that point, it was probably GameStop or Funko Land were probably the two places that were actively selling used games. Um, And I remember, I don't remember where she ended up finding it, um... But I remember she ended up doing something like two and a half hours on the road one Saturday, just kind of she's like, I'm going to find it today. And that's just, she found it two and a half hours later. I don't know where she was or where she had to drive back afterwards, but it was, you know, also cell phones weren't super prominent. So it's like, I'm home, I'm flipping through the yellow pages, hitting these spots. Do you have it? Do you have it? Do you have it? Do you have it? And eventually she ended up finding one when she was out and about. So I got, it's the only time I ever asked for a used game, you know, <laughs> for Christmas. That was the one item I wanted. I remember she paid more than MSRP for it because it was just one, it was the game that didn't catch on. So there wasn't a ton of them and it was after the N64 had cycled out so I was super in with retro before I ever knew it because you know GameCube is out and I'm asking for N64 games for Christmas because I was a retro guy so I remember just getting the game being super excited I'd already played it before I'd borrowed it from my buddy so like I knew exactly what I was getting into and 
you know, I just appreciated that she went through that effort to comb southeastern Michigan for this one used N64 game and then still spend uh, a premium on it even when she found it. That's that's good mothering right there. That's good mothering. That's nice. So we all went through nice, warm, fuzzy moments of Christmas morning. I'm sure we've got a couple, and I could kick it off, a couple ones that kind of left you with a little bit of a, of a sour taste in your mouth. I did. I forgot one thing I wanted to add add to mine, and this isn't like in a positive. Like it was positive for me, but I totally realized why they did it for themselves was that they also included my own phone line in that deal because the Dreamcast had a dial-up modem built into it, and I had been running uh, the Fantasy Star or whatever on it and locking up the phone line in the house like all day long. So they were like, and you get your own phone line. And it never clicked to me till later on in life. That I was like, they just did that because they got sick of me running my running up their own their phone when they need to make phone calls. So yeah, I, I ended up getting my own, that, that was the whole thing. Like put him in his room, let him have his games. Here's his phone line so he can have his own internet connection and, and we'll do our own thing. What a, what a different time that was. I know, right? Okay, sorry. But yeah, we wanted to talk about the uh, disappointments of, uh, of holiday gaming events. And uh, Tess, you said you wanted to start off. I, I, we'll, we'll start with you. Yeah, yeah. So this is the uh, Christmas of 2006, kind of as, as Dead had alluded. The Wii came out this year, right? So I, as I said, I waited out in line. You know, as much as I also was working at the, uh, the worst purchase at the time, at least my store said that as lo- if you were in line for that first wave... That was your only opportunity to buy it. After that, you know, after that, then it goes to the employee locks out and things like that. So I waited and I was number one. I got my, I got my Wii. I got Twilight Princess and I went home and I played it and I played it and I played it. And, you know, eventually I get, you know, a couple, couple days later, a couple weeks later, it's like, hey, what do you want for Christmas? I'm like, oh, I could probably really use another Wii game, right? That's, that's what would make the most sense. And, because I'd beaten Twilight Princess, of course I did. I probably spent the whole weekend playing it, and that was it. So I start looking through different games that came out, and launch titles for the Wii, and I'm like, what game am I going to ask for this year? And the only one that remotely po- like piqued my interest was Raymond's Raving, Raving Rabbids. Oh, I thought you were going to say Reds. That's what I thought oh, he was no, going to no. say, too. No, no, no. I, I, I dodged. I think I had known that that one was that bad. Like, I had already, you know, it already gotten out that, like, you don't want this game. So, Raymond's Raving Rabbids, which I, I need to say, it wasn't a bad, it was a fun game. It almost reminded me kind of like a, like a Pokemon Snap to a degree because you're just shooting plungers at these rabbits and doing whatever. I don't necessarily remember what the game was about because all I remember is about three hours later on Christmas Day, I come walking out of my bedroom like, man, I beat this game and I never played it again. Like I'm like, man, that wasn't that wasn't the best thing to use to, to, to cash in that like you know that that free that free Christmas pass of you get a game. You know, I mean, I like I, I wasted it out of this Raven Raymond's Ray, Raymond's Rayman Rayman's Rayman's Rabid Raving Rabbids. Yeah, 
Yeah. And then I didn't even want to entertain the idea of any other rabid game for the rest of my life until that one came to the Switch. And I'm like, okay, Rabbids, you, you're cool with me now. But for the last 12 years, like, you ruined a Christmas morning. Because I was like, I just come walking out of the room. And, and, and my mom's like, you taking a break? I'm like, yeah, mom, I'm taking a break. And I'm like, man, I already beat the game. Like, what am I going to do with this game now? So, it was a fun game, but, you know, obviously, you don't want to think you get the gift. It's almost it's like the PSVR, but it's like, you got the gift. You played it like all right, gifts done. Yep. <sighs> kind of on that same note, for me, I think the biggest, the older I get, the more I can kind of see the reasons behind it. But as a kid, like you, you want that, like oh, here I want this game or I want this system and stuff like that. And I never really got games or systems and stuff like that for Christmas. They were it was more for like hey, you got good grades on your report card or or your birthday and stuff like that. So I got a lot of my games and systems and stuff like that um for, you know, either good deeds and or my birthday. Um Christmas time was spent more around uh you know, things that were either needed or, you know, that I could do with the family and stuff like that. They didn't really buy a lot of stuff. Um, as far as video games for me. So I guess for me, I remember back in the day, I um, wanted the computer game Commander Keen because I'd play yeah. it every time I'd go over to my cousin's house. I'm like, Commander Keen, this is the greatest thing ever. I want to get it. And I think that would probably be the biggest one is like, I remember specifically that moment asking, like, I want Commander Keen. I, this, you know, I play it every time I go over to my cousin's house and I didn't end up getting Commander Keen that year for Christmas, so I was, I was kind of bummed out. Um, I did get it shortly after. <laughs> um, so winter break, so what, two months, <laughs> I think. So, you know, I did I did eventually end up getting a lot of the stuff that I didn't ask for. I just never really got it on Christmas. Not to say I didn't have great Christmases, because there was always that, like, oh, man, I didn't get Commander Keen, but then I got, like, this three-in-one Fisher-Price pool table set where it's right. got the pool table and the ping pong and then I was like completely forgot that I didn't get Commander Keen but oh, I remember the three and one I yep. had <laughs> I can think of a, of a couple that I have and this one just popped in my mind so uh, it would have been not too far off from when I got the Wii in 2006 shortly after that my uh, my parents got me a DS Lite for Christmas because um, you know, again, I was I was working at Worst Purchase. I was in the game department. I was more into games, and I always liked handheld games a lot. And this DS seemed like it was something I really wanted to play. And, you know, my parents got me the DS, and then, you know, they went up to GameStop, and they grabbed me some some used games, which is great. I'm all, I'm all about getting the games cheap. So, you know, they wrapped it up in, you know, a small little box, and I'm pulling off the tissue paper, and there's a couple games in here. I'm like, oh, cool, cool. I'm poking through. And this is one of those moments where it's just like, Mom. This was incredibly thoughtful, but man, was it a miss. She's like, yeah, I, I, I know you like Pokemon, so I got you this one. It's Pokemon Rangers. You didn't like Pokemon <laughs> Rangers? No, I couldn't. I couldn't get into it at all. It's, it's like the NASCAR of Pokemon <laughs> games because you just keep doing circles. You just things. keep doing circles and eventually you win. I liked it because you could get a Manaphy for... Uh, for whatever gen, gen four, yeah, you get a mana feed or a, yeah. a Fion or whatever. Yeah, I just couldn't get into it. But it, my mom knows I love Pokemon, and uh, and Pearl wasn't out yet. It was like that's why I wanted to get the DSI. As Pearl was about to come out, and uh, it was just one of those things like super thoughtful. It was a little bit of a miss, but but thank you, <laughs> thank you so much for being thoughtful, mom. 
So I was having a hard time coming up with one, but then it, it I, I'm glad I get to go last because I oh, think I, I have think, a grand finale. Okay, good. Okay, good. Then I'll, I'll um I'll I'll set you up. Okay. I'll set you up because I get mine out of the way. I, my parents have always pretty much like just hit home runs when it comes to gaming and and, and everything. But early on in my relationship with my wife, when we were dating, she went out of her way because she thought she had a really good idea. And she bought me an Xbox Connect with Sonic Riders for, and, and Dance Central, I think it was the other game, for, for my Christmas gift. And I remember... I wasn't really excited about the Connect, but the fact that she went out and got the Connect, I was like, okay, you know, like I'll give it a try. And I remember we were, we were actually living in the basement of the, of the house we're in now, and so I, we, you know, I move the furniture out of the way, and I follow all the instructions on the Connect and how it's supposed to work, and we put Sonic Riders in, and I'm like getting ready. I'm like, this is actually going to be pretty cool, you know. And then like the first like turn comes, and I'm like crashing into the wall and I'm like I'm leaning I'm leaning and then like all of a sudden it's like jump and I'm like jumping and nothing's happening and I'm like okay all right don't panic just keep acting like you're enjoying this and I'm so I'm trying to like pretend that everything is okay and that this thing isn't a giant piece of shit <laughs> but she knew <laughs> she knew and she got up i remember getting pretty upset about it and being like i was trying to like surprise you and i bought you a piece of garbage and i'm like it's okay it's okay like i appreciate the thought and she's like you can take it back if you want and i'm like no no let's try dance central and i remember i was doing dance central and dance central was better i remember having a lot of yeah. fun playing dance, dance central, central over here. was fun but yeah, I, 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 if I remember right, we took the Connect back, and and I don't know what we replaced it with, but it was just like I remember it being like a, one of those moments where like I really want to just like pretend that this thing is completely awesome and and fine. But before I could even try to pretend, she knew, and that's that was one reason why I was like, well, I mean, I love her because she could read me super easy, and and uh, yeah, that that was probably uh, one of my disappointment disappointing moments. I didn't like letting my my future wife down for not appreciating her gift. Well, you you gave it a solid try. I tried, yeah. You lured me into to playing be, Dance Central. You're like, <laughs> you're like, Ethan, come over. Like, you gotta play this with me. So we think. So Jay thinks we're having fun. <laughs> to be fair, though, to be 100 percent fair, though, like I think I think you know the the connect is completely dead now, and we've proven the fact that it was a, it was a giant failure. So even if I tried to hold out, there was not going to be any software coming out in the near future that was going to save that thing. So we made the right move. So this is this is my my biggest Christmas disappointment. When I think of Christmas disappointment around gaming, this one came straight into my mind because I built myself up like an idiot. So I, I would have been probably in middle school. Uh, my family, we had a Nintendo 64 that my brother and I saved up our money. We went and bought together. Um, and I remember leading up to this, you know, Christmas, I wanted a PlayStation also because my friends a couple houses down had a PlayStation. My my buddy that lived like the next neighborhood over, they, he had a PlayStation. So I was playing all these really good PlayStation games. You know, they had SmackDown 2, Tekken 3. I was talking about Einhinder. There was a bunch of like cool games that I, I couldn't play. And I was like, man, I want a PlayStation for my room because the N64 stayed in the basement where everyone could play it. But I want a PlayStation. So I put that on my list. And like I was looking through the boxes, you know, with my name on them and build them up. I go, ooh, that that might be a PlayStation. Like, 
I, I think that's a PlayStation in there. And then I'm like, oh, that's the controller. That's a PlayStation controller. Like, oh, man, they, they actually got me a PlayStation for my room. Like, this is awesome. And we're going, and I was like, I don't know why in my mind I was like, let me open up the controller first opposed to, like, opening the system. But I pick up the controller. And, I, and my parents are like, what do you think it is? And I'm like, you know, like, kind of guessing. I was like, oh, I think it might be a PlayStation controller. And they're like, all right, open it up. And I, I open it up. It was a Furby. <laughs> no! <laughs> like, no! <laughs> like, the Furby was like, was that the year it was hot or maybe the year after it was hot? I, I think it was the year the Furby was kind of hot. And I was like, oh, it, it's a Furby. Like, I didn't indicate in any way that I wanted a Furby. <laughs> I was too old to want a Furby because I would have been in like middle school. I was like, a Furby. It's black and yellow, and I was just like, "Cool, great." That's not a PlayStation in there. It's a a Furby. So sure enough, it wasn't a PlayStation. It was a VCR, which came in handy so I could tape wrestling, which is what I what I ended up doing. So it's still, I, I had a nice gift. It was still a nice Christmas. But I remember building myself up, and then like that night, I'm sitting there in my bedroom. I'm like, "Got this Furby, I guess." And like the Furby kept like talking. While I was like trying to sleep, and I was like, "You have to go put a towel over the Furby's head for it to sleep." I was like, "This is the worst <laughs> gift ever. I hate this Furby." And I, I don't think I hardly ever played with it. It was like one of the. I have the hard time. My parents like that was awful. <laughs> a Furby. <laughs> I, I just be in a place. It's a good thing, my friend Jason. There's a new Sega system coming. Out. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, uh, I think about the moments when you open something that you've that you've hyped yourself up about and, yeah. and it's and it's not and you have to and you fake yeah. it and you fake it. I wonder. Like I, I kind of want to. Maybe I'll ask my parents this year about it. How many times did you guys know when I opened something and was completely crushed? Every like, single time. Yeah, it, they probably know. Like you it's thought every you because as a kid you're like, oh, I played that off so so smooth, but really you probably didn't. You know, like they know because except when you think it is a PlayStation controller, and then both of their minds they're like, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he, I hope he's excited for the Furby, the hot thing this year. I'm like, ah, what? They know everything. Like yeah. that time that. We thought we were so smooth that we built that like little house out of my tree fort in the backyard. We were gonna house my buddy back there because he was all mad at his family, and yeah. it's like we were so stealthy and sneaky and getting all that set up and sitting out there. And then it's like we walked in, like your friend coming inside. <laughs> no. <laughs> so in in a similar vein, I think it was actually a birthday, and this shows you why I'm stupid as an adult because clearly I was dumb as a child like it was maybe a birthday it could have been Christmas but my my I was opening a gift for my aunt and uncle and uh, they were very like pro like educational things and they were kind of strict parents and that sort of stuff and I'm, I'm opening it and and uh, I open it up and I don't know I don't, I don't know why I have this distinct memory because like even, <laughs> even as a child I knew I didn't pull this off because I was probably six or seven open it up and I was like, oh, awesome, cool. And they're like, yeah, you like it? Like, I'm so excited. I was like, what is it? <laughs> and they're like, it's books. And I was like, oh, okay. It was like a little, like, set of, what set is of books. Because like, I, was, I was like, yeah, I'm selling this. I'm selling this. Like, uh, what, what is this? <laughs> books. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> 
like that, that was that. Like on to the next gift. Yeah, I was like, yeah, you give me books. Like I can't read. Yeah, and, and it still sticks with me as an adult. That's why, uh, you know, it it works out. It worked against you. It worked against you. Now I don't get excited for gifts at all. This is true. It's this part. True. It's part of the reason why. It's I, why the it's why the uh, PlayStation was a was a yeah. A that was a, that was technically a Christmas slash it wedding was. gift. You know, from from the Gamezilla crew. Yeah. And, and I was like. It's uh, not real. It's full of because I can't oversell it because I can't be like, oh, what is it? Oh, it's it's a bunch of bu- books in a PlayStation. Well, box. now that we have the PlayStation story, it actually makes sense because it was a PlayStation product. You like yeah. you were like reliving. Furby. It could have been a Furby yeah, in that oh box. My God. And now we know the next time we, you want to do something to Dead we totally get him a Furby. Yeah, hundred <sighs> percent. Oh, now I, f- I expect nothing ever. So <laughs> I'm gonna get him a Furby. Absolutely. I'm I'm Amazon. Right I now. think that's why. Like when you see those moments now, they're so special. Because I like I can't tell you the last time I opened a gift and I was like so excited for it that like I shouted out loud. So on last week's episode, you had made mention about how when Sci-Fi AJ won that round in the tournament, he like yelled out and like was so excited. Like those moments, you know, are so real because. You don't get them as much as yeah. you did when well, you were a kid. I think it's harder to create them too in in a world where everything is like instantaneous. Uh, you can just get, you want something, sure. You have eight hundred ways to get it. Um, but before we go on a tangent here, I did have one last question while we wrap this up because it's something I, I did, and I'm admitting on this show that I have no idea if I ever technically got caught doing. Who in this room? Opened up their 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 Christmas presents before Christmas. I'm raising my hand right now. 100 percent. I never I never opened them, but I knew where they were before they got wrapped. Okay, okay. So yeah, so, so I, I knew. Yep. So I found them in the ceiling before they were wrapped for sure. I've had those moments, but I would be the kid that would get up early on like a Saturday, right? And I and 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 the the wooden floors creak like a like a motherfucker in in my parents' house. So I'm creeping to the kitchen. I'm getting, I'm getting that kitchen knife, and then I'm sliding over to the tree, and I'm breaking the scotch tape in a way where I could just lay another piece of tape over it, <laughs> so I can open up the package, and be like, yeah, that's what I want, and then just seal it back and sit there and wait two weeks to actually open it. I definitely did that growing up. I, I've done it before. I'm I a terrible my, person. I will say my parents were real good in, in the times that I did do it, and I was like, oh, cool, I'm getting this and this. There was always, like, stuff I missed. Oh, absolutely. So they always had, like, stuff hidden that I didn't find, so I still had the excitement of opening stuff I didn't see already. Yeah, I think it's another one where I'm at this age now where they can get mad at me, and I'm okay with it. I think I'm going to have to ask them, like, did you guys know that I did that, or did, was I actually sneaky enough where you didn't catch on? Because, yeah, I, I just remember, and it wasn't, like, always but i i remember a couple years where um i i just couldn't wait and i had to know so i snuck in and and actually opened the packaging and then we get the tape out and just try to like lay tape over it so you couldn't tell sneaky son of a bitch i am see i'm the opposite of you guys i i had an experience that caused me to be afraid of finding my gifts because <laughs> because of Furbies, we got no 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 no, no. <laughs> because if you knew, if you were getting the second Furby, that was it. You were gonna kill your I, whole family. I can't remember the details of this, but I remember that I found in my mom the trunk of my mom's car like a like a goosebumps like it was like a Halloween decoration. It really was like you shake it, it makes spooky noise, but it was like goosebumps theme. I kept asking my mom like why it was there, what it was, and that sort of stuff. And then I remember her getting mad at me. And just like 
giving it to me. She goes, it was supposed to be your birthday present. You like, you wouldn't stop asking. So like, so like she was mad at me that like I ruined it being my birthday present. <laughs> and then I don't think like it, like it was then just a Halloween desk decoration. It wasn't something I ever got. I remember my mom being really mad at me about like the persistence of me asking about it. But like, my mom didn't scramble. She didn't blow it off. She didn't like, I don't know if she told me, told me something. I just remember, I remember how upset she was at me about my persistence of needing to know why that was in the trunk. So then I remember one year I was in the basement, just like in closets that no one ever went in. And I found a connects T motorized T-Rex set. And I was like, close the door, never going back by there. Cause I'm like, what if that's my Christmas gift? And I don't get it. Cause I found it like scarred, emotionally <laughs> scarred. Like my mom's going to be so mad if she knows that I figure out. And then so. From then on, around Christmas or my birthday, I never went in that closet under the fear that my mom put my gift there, and if she found out I knew, I would lose it. There you go. That's fair. That's I am, I'm emotionally warped from upsetting my mom <laughs> one time. That's it. You care about your mom. That's good. I guess. We're all so pansy. <laughs> I am. I'm not tough. I'm not a tough person. Man, I was that kid that like we had the pull down attic with the ladder that came out. I was. I went everywhere, man. My parents were. I'd get home from school. They still wouldn't be home for like a half hour. I'm like, I got 30 minutes. Get up in that attic. Who knows what's up there? I'd be up there. I'd hear the front door. I'm like, shit. Slide down the stairs. Slam, slam it up to the ceiling to the point where they're in the house and you could still hear the springs vibrating in the ceiling. I'm like. What are you doing? I'm like, just playing video games. Nothing, nothing, nothing to see here. Man, these walls—they're built tough, aren't they? I'm just hitting the wall. <laughs> Man, I had a couple close ones for sure, but I don't. I, again, I'm gonna ask them this year because that way, if they disown me, I'm like, well, I'm an adult. I can, I'm okay. But still, like, I, I kind of want to know to the level of of what they knew because I, I have a feeling I'm not as sneaky as I thought I was. I wonder if my mom remembers getting mad at me about that. Like, I'm gonna bring her. The, bring it like, up. Yeah, be like, hey, do you remember when you got mad at me? Like. We talked about this week on the podcast, and I'm emotionally scarred because you yelled at me for finding my birthday gift. <laughs> oh, man. Now, now when I can't find things in my house because I didn't look and Elle gets mad at me, it's because I don't find things. <laughs> You're afraid to look anywhere, <laughs> even in your own house. I don't want to see things I shouldn't see. <laughs> oh, man. Well, those are some of our most fond and most upsetting Christmas memories. Hit us up in the Discord, Games All Podcast. Let us know what your most fond memory of Christmas in gaming was and what your most upsetting moment in uh, gaming Christmas. Yeah, hit us up in the probably the uh, gaming general chat would be a great spot for your stories. Share them and, and let's uh, let's hear some some other funny stuff for sure. But thanks for everybody for hanging out on episode 239 of the Games Little Podcast. Our our Christmas special. We hope everybody has a great holiday. Hopefully Santa brings everything that you asked for and you don't get any uh, Furbies because those things are creepy as hell. Or if you do get a Furby, be grateful for it. And then beat it in your bedroom. No, I just love it. Cherish it. Because I'm going to get a Furby, so we can't say don't be mad I'll get Furby because Tess is going to show up at my house with a Furby. They're like $70. I'm not buying you a oh, Furby. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. Yes. Oh, yeah, they're Finally, we found a dollar limit. Tess won't blow. I thought they re-released oh, well, Furbies, though. Can't say that, President, because I'm buying a Furby. super expensive. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyways, everybody, thanks for hanging out. You can always listen to the Games Little Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, Spotify, and everywhere else the podcast can be listened to. Again, thanks for hanging out. Check out all of our great ton- content at GamesLittleMedia.com, and we'll see you uh, next week when the legend continues. And until <laughs> then, <laughs> Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Oh, oh, oh. Merry Christmas.